Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Lawmaster Program. The AVB's predictions regarding the coming of the Lord God are fulfilled in the man, Tommy L. Hart. This is big, big news. The Bible's Lord God has come as predicted. But not only has the Lord God come, he has also come forward and revealed himself. He has told the people his name in compliance with Psalm 94, 1 and John 7, 4. Having performed the works that the Bible ascribes to God, the man Tommy L. Hart feels the bill for God. It is reported by those who know him best. He has done all things well. Let's hear from the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart. And in hearing from the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart, you will also hear from Plato. In the beginning was the word. In the beginning was Plato's apocalyptic biography of the Son of God. Plato has given to the world a real true-to-life account of the pre-life, lifetime, and even statements from uh, of post-life of the Son of God. Here in this episode, I will give... Uh, bits and pieces of the pre-life, the lifetime of uh, and post-life of the Son of God. Now, Plato has said, "I will be his God, and he shall be my son." And of course, the son is in reference to when we get over in what is called the New Testament the Son of God. Same Son spoken of in Psalm chapter 1 and in this statement here, I will be his God and he shall be my Son. I've already given you the information on the Son succeeding the Father. Yes, I have the Son succeeding the Father we know that the father is a reference to Plato that has been found out. That is sure. And that the son is found to be the man, Tommy L. Hart, who has done the works that the Bible says the Lord God will do when he comes. That understanding is of supreme importance. In Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 47, this is written, It is your life. And it all comes together. Many Bible statements I have shown you that have to do with the man, Tommy L. Hart. How so? There are the predictions that I have presented. It's all in Lawmaster Archives. Tommy L. Hart has fulfilled all the predictions presented in that, you know, in the episodes that I've delivered to you. 
at one time there were 31 predictions coming from the King James Bible and from the great icon Plato and the man Tommy L. Hart has fulfilled all those 31 predictions. It's undeniable that the man Tommy L. Hart has fulfilled those predictions. That is undeniable. When we come to the commandments that I have presented to you, it is undeniable that the man Tommy L. Hart has carried out those predict those commandments, and it's many of them, not just a few. It is your life. The Bible, the King James Bible, presents beforehand the life, the achievements and accomplishments of the man, Tommy L. Hart. That is found to be the case. That is found to be the absolute truth. In this episode, you will see that. And it's been apparent for some time in the, in uh, many of the episodes I've presented. It has been apparent. I just haven't put it in these terms. An apocalyptic biography of the man, Tommy L. Hart, who is found to be the son of God, spoken of in great detail in the King James Bible. What do those things mean? Those things mean, these things mean that if you have a King James Bible in your house, then you have a book that speaks of the great icon Plato, and that same book speaks of the man, Tommy L. Hart. We all know that the terms or the names Plato and Tommy L. Hart are not found in the, in the Bible. But these things have already been determined. And the evidence is clear. And you have that evidence, that great evidence that is in, and, and it is in Lawmaster Archives. It's there for anyone to check out. I hope many will check out, check it out, and learn from it because that's the purpose of Lawmaster Archives. It's for the people that they can have access to truth of King James Bible content. It's there for the uh, listening. It's there for the taking. So I want to read this before I actually get into the apocalyptic uh, biography. So the statement in Deuteronomy, it is your life. The King James Bible, as I was saying, is about the life of the man, Tommy O'Hart, and of course it is about the great icon, Plato. Now, Revelation 20, verse 12 says, And another book was opened, which is the book of life. The book of life I have here, the book of the life 
of the Son of God. Most important information, understanding, Plato has said. Get understanding, get wisdom, get knowledge. And he also went as far to say that wisdom comes from God. Now, we know who Plato says he is in the King James Bible. I've spoken on that much here lately. Okay? We know who Plato who Plato is speaking of when he speaks of his son. I've talked diligently on that for the past some time, let's put it like that. Okay? So there's a commandment in the Bible that says, remember and forget not. So I urge you, I advise you to remember the things that you hear in these episodes. All these things that you hear in the episodes, they all go together. So the book of life I taught on just a few weeks ago is found to be the King James Bible. Before it became the book of life, it was the book of the dead. The man Tommy L. Hart raised the book of the dead to life. The book of the dead had many dead issues in them, and the man Tommy L. Hart raised those dead issues. He resurrected those dead issues. Like even this, the issue of the uh, Son of God. Who is he? Well, I've answered that question. The issue of the Father, who is he? That question has been answered. Who is the Lord? That question has been answered. And, of course, those questions are in the Bible, and they have been answered. The man, Tommy L. Hart, has answered them. When I'm speaking, I'm speaking facts, all right? Nothing about boasting, nothing about pride. I'm speaking facts. King James Bible asks, what is truth? So in my coming before you, I come come to you with the truth that I have found. Yes, I found it, and I present to you my findings. Okay, so the book of life. Another book was opened, which is the book of life, the book of, and I had this because this is understanding. The book of the life of the Son of God. The book of life has much about Plato in it and coming from Plato. The book of the the book of life in terms of the portrait, and I'll get to that, commandments, conclusions, predictions, etc. The book of life. Now, let's get started. But, but first, here we have the statement, God is light. First John 1 verse 5, God is light. Now, what God is it talking about? It's talking about God the Son. The Bible says, God is the Lord which has given us light. 
God is light. Light means here visible, exposed to view. God is the Son of God is light. He's exposed to view. He's visible. People can see him. Matter of fact, you hear his voice at this time. God is light. He is visible. He is hearable. <laughs> he is exposed to view. You can see him. You can hear him. You can talk to him if you so desire to come and talk to him by whatever means. So God, the Son, is light. It is the Son who has come and given us an understanding of King James Bible content. God, the Son, is light. Then there's the statement, John 5, verse 35 says, He was, this post-life, Son of God, post-life. Well, <laughs> I guess that, that's contradictory, post Life. Well, afterlife, yes, that's correct. Post-life, afterlife. Okay, he was a burning, and the, notice the, the verb there, was. So this is a post-life statement with reference to the Son of God. He was a burning and shining light. Okay? Light. Personality. Um, okay, individual, an outstanding individual. Okay, light in that reference. So we have two state. We have two statements using the term light, and each one takes a different uh, a different uh, meaning or ref- definition under the term light. Okay. Now with that, let us get started with this apocalyptic biography of the Son of God who is found to be the man, Tommy L. Hart. Now, it is also important that I tell you these things because if I do not tell the people, how in the world can the people know? The people have a right to know what the King James Bible teaches. Black people have a right to know what the King James Bible teaches. Okay? Now, we'll deal first with what is called a portrait of God. Keep in mind, we are talking about this is on the apocalyptic biography of the Son of God. There's a portrait of the Son of God written many, many years before the appearance, the arrival of the Son of God on earth. Okay? I call it pre-life portrait. A pre-life portrait in word picture form of the Son of God. So I'm going to just get right with it. Let me read this, though. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was a portrait. The portrait 
was in the form of a word picture. God was predicted to come. That is, the Son of God was predicted to come. But what would he look like when he comes? By the way, he has already come. And how would the people know him, and what would be his identification badge when he comes? Answer. The Son of God's portrait in the form of a word picture would be his identification badge. The word picture would serve as an official, positive, and definitive ID of the fulfiller, the one who would perform the works constituting the word picture or portrait. The fulfiller is the Son of God. The word picture says to all, this is the King James Bible's promised one. Promised as in Isaiah chapter 40, verse 10, the Lord God will come. This is a portrait of that Lord God. We know that that Lord God is a reference to the Son of God. Not the son of the living God, but the son of the dead God, because the former Israelite gods are dead. So we can say Plato is dead, but his son. Okay, we're speaking about the son. The word picture says to all, this is the King James Bible's promised one, the fulfiller who is the Son of God. The picture says, Isaiah 25, verse 4, this is our God, we have waited for him. The God they have waited for is the Son of God who has been identified. The word picture says, God was here on the earth and in the flesh. Uh, this portrait of the Son of God, it was made prior, obviously, to the Son's coming. Now, here are the things comprising the portrait of the Son of God. So we begin with the uh, apocalyptic biography of the Son of God. These statements I will read form a word picture, a portrait in words of the Son of God when he comes. Keep in mind, he has already come. Okay, And he has done the things comprising this word picture. That's why this word picture, this portrait of the Son of God in a word picture is important. The Son has come and done the things in this portrait. Okay, let's start. One, Psalm 55 verse 19 says, God will hear. 
All of these statements, I, I will read at this time, speak of the Son of God. Okay? The Son, who is the living God. Okay? But these things, this is a snapshot, a portrait of him before his arrival. Okay? Pre-life portrait of the Son of God. Psalm 55, verse 19, God shall hear me. Micah 3, Micah 7, verse 7, my God will hear me. The Son of God will hear me. My God will come. The Son, the Son of God, my God will hear me. The Son of God will, will hear me. That's what it's saying. God shall hear. The Son of God shall hear. 1 Corinthians 4, verse 5, the Lord the Son of God will bring to light the hidden things. Psalm 44, verse 21, He, the Son of God, knows the secrets of the heart of the King James Bible. 1 Corinthians, 2, 1 Corinthians 2, verse 11, No man knows the things of God. How many times have I said the term no man speaks of a real individual, the Son of God. It's a moniker. No man is a moniker. A moniker is a nickname. In the Bible, the King James Bible, God, the Son of God's nickname is no man, although when he comes and he has come, he is a man. But his nickname is no man. Okay. No man knows the things of God. These things are evident in the life of the man, Tommy L. Hart. Daniel 2, verse 28. There is a God that reveals secrets on the earth. Not in heaven, but on the earth. Okay? John 14, verse 26. I'm revealing secrets even with this in uh, letting you, you know, make making you aware of the apocalyptic biography of the Son of God. I'm doing that right now, revealing a secret, something that the people did not know and would not know unless the Son of God tells them. So the Son of it is incumbent, incumbent upon the Son of God to inform the people, to let the people know. So 1 Corinthians 2, verse 11, no man, the Son of God, knows the things of God. Daniel 2, 28, there is a God that reveals secrets on the earth, not in heaven. Right? John 14:26 He shall teach you all things. The statement in John says John chapter 4 says when he has come he will tell us all things. Tell and teach. They are similar words. Okay? If you you can teach somebody by telling. We know that. Let's skip over now, many of these I'm not reading, okay? 
because I, I have a limited time. Uh, John 16, verse 14, he shall glorify me. He, the Son of God, shall glorify me, and the me is in reference to the great icon Plato. He, the Son of God, shall glorify the great icon Plato. That's what the statement is saying. John chapter 4, verse 25, I just call it out. When he is come, when he, the Son of God, the Lord God, is come, he will tell us all things. And the Son of God has told the people all things. These things which I'm reading now, every statement, every Bible statement that I'm reading now is an element or component in the group that is that the Bible calls all things. Every Bible statement that I will read and have been reading in the uh, previous episodes are parts of the group that the King James Bible refers to as all things. All things is a specific group of named things, <laughs> specific things. That's what I'm trying to say. All things in the King James Bible is a specific group of things. And those things come under the term all things. The people will not know all things until the Lord God comes, until the Son of God has come. Then he will tell us all things. So I'm telling you all and about telling you all things right now. I'm showing you all things right here. These things are, are a part of the group that is called all things. Let's move on. John chapter 15, verse 26, he shall testify of me. He, the Son of God, shall testify of the great icon Plato. I'm even doing that now. These things are real. The Son of God does not have the duty of doing anything that human being that a human being can't do. Meaning, you know, human beings don't walk on water. Human beings just don't fly on their own. Uh, let me just keep going. Hosea six verse two. He will revive us. Who is this us? The us is the great icon Plato. The great icon Plato does not speak of one individual. It speaks of the former Israelite gods. And they are referred to, they are called in the King James Bible, uh, not in the King James Bible because Plato is not in the King James Bible, okay? But the term is Plato. That men have given to that, to that group. So he will revive us. I'm talking about them right now. All right. All these things have to do with pre-life of the Son of God. John 16 verse 13. He will show you things to come. <laughs> He will show you the performance of things that were to come. He will show you the, those things in a fulfilled, what, 
manner. The things that were to come, he shows them. He gives the evidence of them so that they are not any longer uh, viewed as to come, but have come and have been performed. Just keep up with the episodes, okay? Yeah, he will show you things to come. I'm doing that now. I'm showing and telling you about the apocalyptic biography. I've told you about the Son of God who was to come and has come. Okay. The knowledge of the Father was to come. It has come. I have given that knowledge to you of the Father, of the knowledge of all things, the knowledge concerning the moniker no man. I've given you those things. Those once upon a time before the Son of God, those things were to come. So we are wrapping this up, the pre-life. We have about a couple of more. Romans 9, verse 28, he will finish the work. He, the Son of God, will finish the work that the Father, Plato, gave him to do. I've finished the work of the Father. Remember the question, who is the Father? The Bible, uh, Plato asks, who am I? Who, whom do men say that I am? I've finished that work. I've finished the work of uh, presenting the Son of God to, to the people. I've finished that work. I've finished the work concerning no man and explaining who and what no man means. The same with all things. I've finished those works. Uh, the revelation of God. Who is God? The, the Bible asks. I've finished that work. I've answered that question and finished that work. Okay, That's what this means when it says he will finish the work. Notice there's no S on works. All that's required is for me to finish one work, okay, and identify that one work. I'll fulfill and identify many works. Let's move on. So I have performed all the things that I'm reading I have performed, okay, but I have performed the work of finishing a work. I have finished many works. The work of the Father. I'll finish that. Okay. Daniel 9, 27. And he shall confirm the covenant. I've done that. My last confirmation of the, of the covenant was done about, I don't know, maybe five weeks ago. You can put it up in, uh, in the Law Master Archives. Just, just about five weeks ago. If that many. Um. Uh, Look for covenant in the title. You don't have to go deep. Like I said, it's just I've done that about five weeks ago. Okay. So those statements I just presented to you speak on the pre-life of the Son of God. At this time, and remember, this is under the apocalyptic biography. This is in the apocalyptic biography of the Son of of God. What about commandments? He was commanded to do many things. I will show you. Remember, this is a biography. 
the commandments which the Son of God has kept fulfilled. He has kept them. He has fulfilled them. All right? Here are some of those commandments. This is all about the, the apocalyptic life of the Son of God. There were commandments. Let's start here. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was a mandate. These are the commandments that were carried out by the Lord God, the fulfiller, the Son of God. Joshua 3, verse 9. Come hither and hear the words of the Lord your God. Commandment. Commandment to the Son of God who has done just that. He has heard the he has let's see where it is. Uh he has heard the words of the Lord his God. Remember that I think right about the first statement that I read in this episode? I will be his father and he shall be my son. Okay. The son has kept the words he has fulfilled the commandments of the Father. Come hither and hear the words of the Lord your God. He has done that. Matthew 7, verse 7, uh, the Father said, Seek, and ye shall find. The Son has sought, and he certainly has found many things. He has found the apocalyptic biography of the Son of God, just the name one. Okay? Zechariah 8, verse 16. These are the things that ye shall do. Now, that should have been the first one under commandments that I read, okay? <laughs> but these things are not in order, okay? But I'm reading the things that the Father has said to the Son. These are the things that ye shall do. Let's move on then. Deuteronomy, well, let me start over then. These are the things that ye shall do. One. Come hither and hear the words of the Lord your God. Two, seek and ye shall find. Three, Deuteronomy 8, 11. Beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God in not keeping his commandments. These things are to the Son. Right? So when people talk about the commandments of, in the Bible, there are many commandments that they don't even view as being commandments. Let's move on. But the Son knows the commandments that are given to him. Okay, next. Trust, Proverbs 3, verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. That's what the Father tells the Son. Proverbs 3, 5, yes, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Uh Deuteronomy 9, verse 7, remember and forget not. I stated that a few minutes ago. That's why I tell you to remember and forget not. I'm not, not okay, moving on. Proverbs 4, verse 13, take fast hold of instruction. The Father is instructing the Son even in that statement. He's instructing the son when he said earlier, these are the things that ye shall do. He's instructing. And he's giving commandments, things to do. 
all right, which the Son has done them all here. Acts 15, verse 13, the Father says to the Son, hearken to me. And keep in mind, we're reading, we're reading a biography. The Son of God, these are things that the Son of Commandments, the Son of God has kept. This is a biography of the Son of God. The first part was pre-life. This part right here with the commandments is during his lifetime. During the Son of God's lifetime, he's to keep these commandments. Okay? Now, once he does the commandments, he doesn't have to redo it. Okay? All right. Let's move on. Now, hearken to me. That's Acts 15, verse 13. I am to hearken to Plato. It's Plato who did the writing. Moving on. Philippians chapter 2, verse 14, do all things. That's a commandment. It is a broad commandment, okay? That, that commandment itself is a tall order. But the Lord God, the Son of God, has fulfilled that commandment. Do all things. All things. Included in that statement, in that commandment, do all things. Do the apocalyptic biography of the Son of God. I'm doing it. Okay? Genesis 31, 16. Whatsoever God has said to thee, do. That's another instruction. You can call it a commandment if you want to. Anyway, the Son of God has kept it and fulfilled it. Okay. Proverbs 2, verse 5. Find the knowledge of God. That's what I'm giving you, people. I'm giving you the knowledge of God. The knowledge of God the Father, the knowledge of the past fathers, you know, the former Israelite gods, and the knowledge of the Son, the Son of God, who is God. The Son is God, okay? Now, during his lifetime, okay, find the knowledge of God. That's a great one. All of these are great commandments, all of them. One is no greater than the other. Jeremiah 7, verse 23, uh, the Father commands the Son to obey my voice. Isn't that nice? Obey my voice. And that is what the Son does. He obeys the voice of the Father. Matthew 19, verse 21. Listen. Come and follow me. I follow Plato. That's what I do. That's a commandment, he says. Come and follow me. I know who the me is. The me is a reference to Plato. Okay. You can't follow who you don't know. All right? You cannot follow... If I did not explain these statements, you would have no idea what's going on. I It's my duty to clarify and make plain that which is ambiguous. That's my duty. I am a clarifier. 
the Son of God is a clarifier. He is an explainer. He speaks in behalf of the Father. Come and follow me, he says. Here, uh, Matthew 28, verse 20, observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. All things. All of these statements are in the category of things called all things. Each one of these statements, each one of these Bible statements is in the category of the group that is called all things in the King James Bible. Please understand that. If you understand that, then you see what all things are. I read to you from the Bible all things, the statements that are under that heading, all things. Okay. Observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. Acts 15, verse 5, keep the law. Question, what is the law? What law is he talking about? He's talking about this law which I'm reading now. This law which I'm reading, I said a mandate when I first got to it, right? I said this, the, the, uh, the word was a mandate. This is the mandate. The mandate is made up of many commandments. That's what the mandate is. Now, you could say, I could say, when he said, do all things, that's a mandate. Okay? But each one of these things is in the category of all things. All right? So, Proverbs 4, verse 5, get wisdom, get understanding, forget it not. Again, that's why I can say to you, remember, hear the Son of God, hear the Son of God, and don't forget. You can always go back and listen, re-listen to the, listen and re-listen to the episodes in Law Master Archive. So get wisdom, get understanding, forget it not, the Father has said to the Son. Proverbs 3, verse 1, he says this, and he calls him Son, the same Son, the Son of God. So we know who he's talking to. My son, forget not my law. I'm reading his law now. Proverbs 7, verses 1 through 2. My son, son of God, son of mine, keep my words and lay up my commandments with thee. These commandments... Commandments are laid up right here in this uh, in this tablet of mine, and I'm laying them out for you. And I, okay, let's move on. <laughs> Keep my commandments and live, and my law as the apple of thine eye. I did not write the reference for that. You can look it up if you want to. Ecclesiastes 5, verse 2. Let thy words be few. And I, I, try to, I try to keep my words to a minimum. But I know when they're explaining something. I know when something has to be made very clear. Okay? He didn't say, don't say anything. He just said, let your words be few. Okay? Because 
if I talk my words, you know what I'm saying, they could take up most of the time of during that of, of the episode. So I have to let my words be few so I can get make sure I get the father's words in. Let's move on. Genesis 4, verse 23, hear my voice. Hear my voice, he said. Okay, and I do that. I hear. I hear his voice. I'm attentive to his word. Hear my voice. Proverbs 1, verse 3, receive the instruction of wisdom justice and judgment and equity. 10, Proverbs 19, verse 20, hear counsel and receive instruction. Proverbs 1, verse 8, my son, son of God, hear the instruction of thy father. Father and son in the same statement. It's not the only one. You probably know of them, okay? Ecclesiastes, verse uh, 9 verse 10 Whatsoever thy hand findeth to do Do it with thy might I found to do The apocalyptic Biography Of the son of God That's the thing I found to do I found to do Find the knowledge of God I found oh, Move on Let's move on Luke 1 Verse 1, set forth in order a declaration of those things which are believed, which, which are most surely believed among us. Ecclesiastes 1.13, seek and search out by wisdom concerning all things. There's that term again, all things. Seek and search out. Search them out. Seek them. And what he said in Matthew 7.7, 7, Seek and ye shall find. Seek and ye shall find. I have sought and I have found. I have sought and I have found much. In obedience to the Father. It's the Son's duty to be obedient to the Father. Psalm 100, verse 3, know ye that the Lord, he is God. Okay. He is, present tense. Plato is dead. At this time, the living God is the man, Tommy L. Hart, the son of God. But the father is dead. And the son has succeeded the father. Exodus 33, verse 12, bring up this people. In my teaching, I have brought up the Israelites and I have brought up the Gentiles. I've brought up black people. I've brought up biracials. <laughs> I've brought, I brought up some people, okay? It didn't say what people. It just said, bring up this people. First, I brought up the Israelites, all right? 
because Plato himself in the King James Bible says he is an Israelite. He also says he is black in the King James Bible. I am not going to argue with that. I take him at his word. Okay? <clears throat> Bring up this people. Philippians 4, verse 9. Those things which those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do. Where do I hear those things from and where do I see the things that he's he's doing and all like that? I see them in the King James Bible and also in his dialogues. Whatsoever your hands find to do, do it with all your might. I discovered the close, strong, visible relationship between Plato's dialogues and King James Bible content. Now, I've got to move on because my time is going. So I'm not going to read all these commandments, okay, just as I didn't read all the pre-life statements. These things here, the commandments, have to do with lifetime, the lifetime during the Son of God's lifetime. Okay, so just a few more, and then I got to move on. I have to move on. Luke seventeen eighteen, give glory to God. Isaiah fifty five seven or six. Isaiah fifty five verse six. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. I sought the Lord and I found him. He asked me what his name is. His name is Plato. All right. John fourteen fifteen. If ye love me. Keep my commandments. I've kept all these commandments that I've read thus far. And I have evidence. The proof is in Law Master Archives. I don't just have words, I have proof. Sound, solid, hard proof. Okay, Law Master Archives. Ecclesiastes 7, verse 13. Consider the work of God. I have done that. I've considered the work of God in the King James Bible and I've considered the work of God in Plato's Dialogues. I've done that. Plato's Dialogues, works of God. Remember in the King James Bible, Plato claims he's God. He says he's God. And the Bible says, know ye that the Lord, he is God. Now, Plato is dead. So the Lord now, the Son, know ye still that the Lord he is God. And another Bible statement, it says, the Lord, he is the God. The Lord, he is the God. Okay. Okay, that's it for the commandments. I've got to move on. Got to move on. It's, it's many more here, but I've got to move on. Now, in closing, the last part, I've done the pre-life of the Son of God. I've done the lifetime of the Son of God. These things right here also have to do with the life of God. These things right here set forth truth as concerns the Son of God. Remember that, truth. These are truth statements that pertain to the Son of God coming from the Father. Let's, let, let me read now because my, I don't have much time. Okay, these are conclusions, 
set forth by the Father. One. Mark 7, verse 37. The Father saith of the Son, He, the Lord God, the promised one, the Son of God, hath done all things well. The Father has already judged the Son way before the Son was ever born. <laughs> the Father really had great confidence in the Son that he would do the things that the Father asked him to do or commanded him to do. Great confidence. And the Son has not let him down. That's that's amazing. That's amazing. That everything the Father said the Son would do when he comes, the man, Tommy L. Hart, has done them. That's amazing, people. That's amazing. Of all the commandments the Father gave to the Son, the man, Tommy L. Hart, has performed, he has carried out those commandments. That's amazing. That is amazing. That's all I can say about it, people. Let me close it. Okay, this is the apocalyptic biography of the Son of God. We're still at during his lifetime. So let me just give a few of these, and then I'll end it. The Father says of the Son, He, the Son, has done all things well. Acts 8, 7, I mean, Acts 8, 10, and Jeremiah 10, 10. This man, Tommy L. Hart, I have to provide my name. He didn't know my name, so I have to. I have to put it in. It's a fill-in-the-blank statement, okay? Plato says, this man, and I fill in the blank, Tommy L. Hart, is the great power of God. He is the living God. Of course, as it says, while he lives, this is during his lifetime. He is the living God. Okay, Isaiah 57, verse 8, the father says to the son, Thou hast discovered thyself. That's great. <laughs> I discovered myself. I discovered that I was the son of God. I discovered that Plato was calling me God. And guess what? I believed him. And I did the things that Plato says the son of God will do when he comes. Plato and I are in agreement. We are in a rock-solid agreement. Luke 15, verse 17, the Father says about the Son, he came to himself. These are truth, truth statements, okay? These are truth statements concerning the Son. And these statements come from the Father. Thou hast discovered thyself. He, came, he, the son, came to himself. Look up what it means to come to oneself. Look that up, okay? Psalm 86, verse 10, For thou art great and doest wondrous things. Thou, son of God, art God alone. You are God alone. These are things, these are conclusions. That's what the father said to the son. The son's name is Tommy L. Hart.
First John 5, verse 20, we know that the, this is what Plato is saying. This is a conclusion. We know that the Son of God is come and has given an understanding, and I say this, in the things concerning God, the things concerning the Father and the Son, God the Father and God the Son. These are truth statements. Psalm 86, verse 8, Among the gods there is none like thee, O Lord. Psalm 86, verse 5, For thou, Lord, art good and ready to forgive. 1 Samuel 3, verse 21, The Lord, the Son of God, revealed himself. 1 John 5, 20, God is true. God is true, genuine. Authentic. God is true. God the Son is talking about is true. Okay? And Plato is true too, because what he said the Son would do, he did. The, the predictions he made regarding the Son, the Son fulfilled. The commandments he gave concerning the Son, the Son uh, carried them out. God is true. God the Father is true. God the Son is true. Now, this could have been the first one in this truth truth uh, statements of things. Uh, these things are so, right? And now, let's get to the post-life. Okay, let's get to the post-life. There's just a few of them. Let's see here. I must hurry. Post-life. Okay, I gave one post-life statement at the beginning. He was a he was a shining and bright light. Okay, that's one statement. Let's see. Okay. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verses 1 through 2. To everything there's a season and a time uh, and every purpose to every purpose under the heaven, a time to be born and a time to die. Genesis 5:27. This is the post-life. These are post-life statements. And he, the Son of God, died. John 5, verse 35. He, the Son of God, was a burning and shining light. Light here, a person who is an outstanding leader. That's those are things the Father has said about the Son of God's afterlife. Okay, so we looked at. Pre-life statements in the uh, apocalyptic uh, thing here, biography, the apocalyptic biography. We looked at statements, pre-life statements. We looked at statements made during the lifetime of the Son of God, and we have just a few statements post-life, Son of God. It's amazing. I have presented to you a portion of the apocalyptic biography of the Son of God. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter. Always, always make Long Island Archives your dwelling place. And go to Amazon.com and order from my list of books. Do that and do it now. Thank you. Next time.